0: Welcome back to another episode of the Digital Discussions Unfiltered Podcast. Today I wanted to touch on the infamous SEO. It's a topic that comes up quite regularly and can also stump a lot of people. And I get it, it can seem quite techy and, truth be told, like a lot. Like, really overwhelming, right? Right. I think in today's world some things are made out to be much more trickier than they actually are and unfortunately it's just so some companies can make some money out of you. Jargon and tech speak is not what I'm about so expect there to be lots of episodes around SEO because if you want to be really good at it then yeah I won't lie there is quite a lot to it. But in remembering that we all still have businesses to run and not an infinite amount of time, I thought I'd start by explaining what SEO is, why you should give a damn, and just a few things that you can do right now that will have an impact. I say this episode will be short, but it probably won't. It's another topic that I can talk about for hours. So, let's get into it. So, SEO, what is it? SEO is actually an acronym for search engine optimization. Essentially, making your website understandable to the gods that are like, you know, Google. Other search engines are available. (laughs) On that note, it is all about all search engines. So think old school, Yahoo, Bing, all of that jazz, but just because Google basically rule the world, I'm probably going to mention Google more than the others. In its simplest form, it means making your website and the content on it serve a purpose of delivering the answer to whatever question the user has. I mean, this is Google's mission statement. Our mission is to organise the world's information and make it universally accessible and useful. Because, you know, at the end of the day, Google's purpose is to deliver the answer to whatever the user is searching for. It needs to deliver the most relevant results in the quickest amount of time to help the user get to wherever they need to be or to answer whatever question that they have. And... That's why the first thing I'm gonna say is to not get so hung up about SEO. It's important, of course it is, absolutely. But I see so many people get so bogged down in trying to understand it in its nitty grittiest form. And then they do nothing because it's just too overwhelming. The fundamental thing is being of use, delivering value answering human questions and becoming a resource for your potential customers and clients and then making yourself known to the search engines as a second because that's the thing so many people think it's about trying to trick the system if you try and trick the system it's going to backfire i'm just gonna put that out there There is actually a famous quote which I think just says it all by Wendy Pearsall, I think I've said that right, who is well known as an online publisher and it goes a little something like this Google only loves you when everyone else loves you first and I just think that kind of brings everything (laughs) that makes sense into real life because we should be writing for, we should be optimizing for human beings thinking about google as a secondary thing so seo it's all about making changes on your site and maybe a few other things that we'll cover in a minute to help your pages and your website be seen as an authority so why should you care about seo let's talk about that for a second i mean don't get me wrong i know a few businesses that you know, do all right without worrying about SEO. The only thing I'd say is there are certain things that become can become a habit that will help you with your SEO rather than hinder you. And it's kind of more in your control. So just think about the potential, like it's another potential avenue for gaining traffic to your website. If you paid no attention to it whatsoever, What else would you be relying on to drive traffic and customers and potential customers to your website? Probably things like posting on social media every day, sending out your emails and all of that other great marketing stuff that we all do. It's just another channel that could be bringing in more customers and one that doesn't cost you anything apart from time time to learn how to do what to do and then forming it into a habit so that you continuously improve your website. So let's break it down. I always say that SEO can easily be broken into three different parts. And by the way, as a reassurance, Google algorithms change around about five to six hundred times a year and no one knows the exact things that will get you to the top spot on Google. There's almost this unwritten testing and rules that if you do this and you do that, you'll see results. I guess the longer that you work within the industry or on websites, the more you can understand, you know, if I change this, then this is the impact that it will have. But I just wanted to bring that up because I do not want any of you listening to this to be conned by the will get you to the spot number one on Google. Because I don't mean to be rude, but anybody can get to the top spot for certain search terms that nobody is searching for. That's not the point of this. The point is to get to the top spot on relevant search terms. It's all about the quality and the relevance to your business. So please, please, please do not fall for that. Anyway, run over. We'll save it for another episode. So, (laughs) three parts. First one is on-page, second one is off-page, and the third one is technical. So, on-page is kind of the things that you control. And there are certain best practices that you can work into your website that will make a difference. We're talking about the things like the way that you lay out your pages, your blogs, your service pages, even your product pages the keywords that you use within them and where you use them, optimizing your images and all of that great stuff. We'll go into it in a bit more detail in a second. Off-page SEO, this is normally the trickiest kind of bit, but this is all about how other people and other websites around, you know, the World Wide Web talk about your business and link back to your business online, So backlinks is a great way to build your ranking, aka having other websites link to your website. However, there is a caveat there. Only if they have a good website too. If a website that has been classed as spammy by Google links to your website, this can have a negative impact on your ranking. So try to keep an eye on that. Let's not go too deep. I don't want to confuse or lose anyone. So third and finally, we have technical. The one that everyone goes eek at. And I get it. And as I've been chatting about over on Instagram a lot this week, if it's just not a bit of you, try and offload it or delegate it to someone who can do it. Because I can almost guarantee you, yes, it might cost you a bit of money, but they'll probably do it in half the time. And it will save you all of the tears and the tantrums and probably that bottle of wine and the stress. It will be 100% worth it, I promise. The technical side of things is essentially down to making it super duper easy for Google to find your pages, to index them and a few other factors too. (laughs) Including things like the layout of your website, yep. That's right, building willy-nilly pages can have a really negative effect. And that's why some people who you may think are a little bit loopy, I'm probably one of those people, will ask about things like your sitemap and your customer journey. And also things like your site speed, how quickly it loads, because, oh my God, there's nothing worse than a slow website. Am I right? See, it doesn't sound too hard, right? cobwebs right (laughs) it's a lot like don't get me wrong but it's not too hard i promise so i thought i'd touch on a few things let's just cover a few simple do's and don'ts so a few seo do's so number one make your pages for your users as i've just previously mentioned when you're creating pages when you're writing things Try not to think about what Google needs. Think about what humans need. It's really easy to fall into the trap of creating the content and writing in a way for search engines. As you kind of think, you know, subconsciously it will get you ranked higher. However, always remember that the more people that love your content, the higher Google will rank it because it's helpful. Because it answers the user's question. Point number two, SEO do. (laughs) Provide clear, engaging and helpful content on your site. As I've just said, the more helpful it is, the more likely people are to share it. If it is literally a wealth of knowledge, you don't know who's sharing that with who, you don't know if they're going to share it on social media, whatever it is. And then SEO do number three, keep your URLs short, concise And include the keyword that you're aiming to rank for. I'm going to touch on keywords in a second. And then three really quick tips on SEO don'ts. So number one, do not participate in link building schemes. When you get found out by Google, your site will be penalised for it. Notice I say when you get found out because it's going to happen. There are thousands of people that work at Google and this is their job. (laughs) You will get found out and it will not be good. Point number two, don't use hidden text or links in order to try and rank. Google are really techie. They can see it even if you think they can't. This used to happen a lot. Search box and crawlers are not human beings so they're relying on code to tell them all about your website so people would used to hide search engine friendly text aka keyword stuffing on their pages so if they wanted to rank for a particular keyword they would probably write that keyword just over and over and over and over and over again and then change the color of it to the same as the background color of their website So that they thought that Google would then rank them higher. And I won't lie, probably 10, 15, 20 years ago, it probably worked. Google's got a little bit more clever since then, unfortunately. So point number three, do not, under any circumstances, copy other people's content. It is just unethical. It's not right. And actually, as a website, you can get penalised for it, because there's a thing that Google looks for called duplicate content. That's a topic for a whole nother podcast. (laughs) And so here's a few things that you can do today that will help you begin your SEO journey. So if you've done any research whatsoever, you would have probably seen by now that keywords are relatively important And you might be sat there thinking, well, Lorna, what the hell is a keyword? So generally speaking, there's two types of keywords. We've got short tail keywords and we've got long tail keywords. Short tail keywords generally mean one to three words. So like a really short phrase. Long tail keywords are kind of four words plus. So longer phrases or conversational phrases and questions. And just to add to that point, now is the time to start thinking about what people are searching for in a conversational form. Think about, we're now starting to use the likes of Siri, Alexa, Google Home, all of that kind of thing. So if we're using that, we're literally speaking into our phones or into the devices as human beings and asking them to search for it. It's no longer just pink jumper, it's find me a pink jumper for sale in the UK. So all of a sudden, you've got to think about those longer phrases. So every single individual page on your website that you're trying to rank for, aka appear in the search results, should have one keyword and its synonyms kind of attached to it. You should only be aiming to rank for that one keyword per page. I know that trips a lot of people up when I've had conversations in the past so I just wanted to raise it. So let's say for example you sell different types and different styles of handmade earrings. So firstly have a think about the things that people would search for if they were looking for your earrings. Would it be black and white earrings or would it be spotty handmade earrings in the UK, Dalmatian handmade earrings and maybe just grab a pen and a piece of paper and just jot all of these things down. There are tons of tools on the web as well that are going to help you. But I'd probably say that the least overwhelming tool is um, a website called Ubersuggest by Neil Patel. So you can use websites like this to research your keywords. So if you head to Ubersuggest, I think it's .com, you can type in your keyword, As a side note, make sure that you change the country because, of course, you only want to rank for the country that you're in and that you sell in. And what this will do when you hit enter is it will show you how popular these keywords are and how competitive they are. Just as a bit of a reference, short tail keywords are normally more searched for and therefore more competitive. So in that case, you'll always be competing with the big dogs of your industry. It's like fighting a losing battle. You might want to do it, you might want to take on the challenge, but unless you've got a lot of money and an SEO agency, it's going to be a lot of hard work. I tend to always recommend focusing on the long tail keywords that, yes, are less searched for, but... If done correctly, it's highly likely that you'll appear first or in the top three and therefore be the most relevant and therefore gain the majority of that traffic for those searches. So it's, I don't know if this kind of makes sense, but it's kind of much better to rank in the top three for a search term that is searched for less. And I'm not talking three times a year. I'm talking probably still in the hundreds maybe the thousands it's just not searched for in the hundreds of thousands or the millions but it's much better to rank in the top three for a term like that that brings you all of the traffic than rank much lower say in 12th or 13th place for a highly searched term and get no traffic from it whatsoever Because you see, reports show that 75% of users never scroll past the first page. And generally speaking, there's about 10 results on the first page of every search engine results page. And on top of that, 33% of searches click on the first link. And then there's relatively high percentages for position number two, And position number three so the aim of the game is to try and get your result in the top three if you're competing with the likes of i mean i don't know what you sell but if you're competing against tesco's or sainsbury's and asda it's probably unlikely that you're going to get to position one without paying for the privilege bear in mind seo is is the free element of course google run their kind of own ads platform but we're not talking about paid for search content right now so i hope that makes sense anyway think about each page individually whether that's your services your product pages your blogs and right now i can almost feel the kind of oh that's a lot of work but maybe just start with two or three pages of, I don't know, your most important or your most popular pages right now or your product pages and go from there. Because new people, SEO is not a once it's done and dusted checklist tick kind of task. It's an ongoing thing. And essentially, try and think of the purpose of the page. What question is that page answering to a user? How does it help them? And what would they search for in order to find it? Then I have a free download over on my website that is a checklist for on-page SEO. So once you've worked out all of your keywords, you've done a bit of research behind them, there's a certain kind of best practice of where to use them. I've got a free download over on my website. You can find it at lornascully.com forward slash freebies or it's also in the link to it is in my footer on my website. So there you have it. I wanted to keep it real simple, concise, not overwhelm anybody. As I say, I'll do a couple of episodes on SEO because it is such a complex subject, but it wasn't that bad, was it? I hope you found this episode useful. And as always, if you enjoyed it, I'd love it if you could pop me a review on iTunes or share it on your social media channels. If you just tag me, I'm at Lorna Scully UK. I will 100% share it. It really, really does mean the world for all of you that give my podcast a shout out. And if you're looking for some help with your SEO, then you can pop me a message, DM me on any of my socials or pop me a message on my website and let's just have a chat. But from me, I'm going to say goodbye for now and I'll speak to you in the next episode.